Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 342 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you again for joining us and uh, apologies for yesterday um, with there no being episode dropping. Um, I had recorded one and I had had one prepared but I just hadn't gotten around to um, publishing it and it seems I'd forgotten to. So um, the one that you just received from um, the talk given by Elder Dieter F. Uppdorf, God Will Do Something Unimaginable, uh, that was meant to have uh, dropped on Sunday, but uh, it did not. So uh, apologies for that, but you have now you now have that uh, podcast episode to catch up on. And also this one, which uh, again is a little later than normal, um, for a Monday, but it is our regular listener comments and, uh, you know, other study materials uh, episode that you're used to on a Monday. Um, once again, it's a little later than normal. Things have just been a little bit crazy around here. I've, um, been, I've accepted a new job, uh, which begins in January. And so there's lots of preparations in place for that, as well as some other things going on, what with the Christmas season going on. However, uh, I'm grateful that um, this um, episode will be on the right day, if not at the right time, and that tomorrow you will have, you, you should have our first study of Moroni 7 to 9 uh, prepared for you tomorrow. So uh, thank you for sticking with this and uh, for listening. So as I mentioned, the first thing we'll do is cover the listener comments um, off, um, from this week. Mainly it's been on one Facebook post, uh, which was made last week. And so I'll go to that. And then we've got two other things which I wish to share. So lots to get through today. So um, stick around and you'll um, get a few things to uh, have a think about over the next couple of days. So just a reminder about the Facebook group, please do join it if you haven't, if you haven't done so already. It's Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Uh, we have 199 members on there now, which is very exciting, nearly on 200. And so please do keep sharing that. Uh, I shared a post about the different sacrament prayers and how there are differences between the bread and the water prayers and uh, wondering what that was all about. Obviously, I I, I mentioned that a few days previously in, um, I have mentioned that a few days previously in a study session which I created um, and we discussed it there, but I was interested to see if anyone else had any thoughts about this. And we have had some different thoughts, which is quite nice to consider three different um, perspectives on this. So um, Jess Aldridge uh, said this, I feel like the prayer for the bread is saying that when we partake worthily, we are promising to be a physical witness through our own bodies of Jesus Christ. If we are representing and remembering Christ physically, we need to follow the commandments. I think it's a reminder that remembering his body is not just thinking about the Savior, but representing him through our own actions. When we are a physical representation of Christ-like attributes, we will be blessed to always have his spirit to be with us. That was just the thought I had as as I was studying the prayers. Um, this isn't the the um, this isn't the thought I had, but um, Jess's insight is brilliant. I thought that was a really really good thought. That when we think about the the prayer for the bread, there is a lot of you know physical actions to that, rather than just remembering the Savior, which is what's promised in the wa- the prayer for the water. Uh, the prayer for the bread involves us remembering Him, but taking upon us physically, like you, you could almost say physically, the name of Christ, but also to keep the commandments, to do this by keeping the commandments. There's that clear physical need to act uh, on that. And so I liked that insight there. Um, Candice Welch also said, I've been thinking it's part of the difference in the body versus the spirit. Also, the bread represents victory over death of the physical body. The water represents victory over death of the spirit through sin. So the body maybe needs more commandments than the spirit. 
I like your idea that the body is representing him through our actions, so needs the command to keep the commandments. Our spirits represent his spirit and therefore need to always remember that spirit, need to remember that spirit always. Very interesting insights. Um, ones I hadn't considered before. If you remember, I talked about how perhaps the bread and the water prayer are two separate injunctions to us. The bread, the bread one is, you know, keeping the commandments. It's always remembering, it's always remembering him being willing to take upon us the name of Christ. Very big things. And we'll always have the spirit to be with us. Whereas the water prayer is more, is simply just to always remember him. And then we'll have the spirit to be with us. And so it's almost like a lesser um, invitation, but still a blessing available to us if we're able to do just that. Um, but I do love both Jess Aldridge's and Candice Welch's insights into that. Uh, Steve Hodkin also said, in the prayer on the bread, we have already taken upon his, na- his name upon us and promised to keep his commandments. In the prayer on the water, we are simply emphasizing what we already covenanted to do in the first prayer. Why the second prayer then? We are obeying Christ's instructions given at the Last Supper. So again, a, lo- a lovely different insight, but one which is well worth considering as well, is that perhaps the whole reason why we have a second prayer is simply just to reinforce the first. We don't need to have as much packed into that prayer to remember. It's just a reminder and reinforcement of what we've promised to do in the first prayer. And we're doing it to fulfill the commandments that, the, that Christ gave to partake of the, of the water as well. Um, a, a different way of thinking about it, but also a wonderful way of thinking about it too. Um, and I think that all of those insights were really, they really did um, kind of expand my thoughts on this. Um, so this is why this is our, <laughs> this is why I love doing this. I love doing this podcast partly because of all the wonderful comments that we get saying how much it's had an impact on people and bless people's lives. I mean, obviously that's great. I mean, originally it was for my own personal gain to kind of record, find a place to record my thoughts and my study. But also, you know, I'm learning so much from everyone else who share their insights. So please do share your thoughts and insights, either on the post that I make on on a fairly daily basis or on anything else that um, you've been studying as well. Right. Um, Let's move on to the other two things I wanted to talk about. The first thing I had to share this. Um, If you've not um, subscribed to the Church News podcast, I really would. Um, There's been two wonderful um, interviews with um, President and Russell Ballard a few weeks ago, and now this week with Elder Jeffrey R. Holland. Um, and he talks about um, remembering the trying times of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, and it's it's just a 20-minute interview or thereabouts, but it's a really wonderful insight into the thoughts that this po- apostle of the Lord has been having about this pandemic. Um, I could quote many, many things from it. But just one thing that he says um, is this, um, quote, I think of the pioneers, our Latter-day Saint ancestors, who must have been weary pulling those handcarts and trudging across the continent on foot and with handmade wagons and carts. They were weary too. And so when you're weary, I suppose that's a time to reinvigorate, renew your strength. And that strength comes from heaven. Think of it, some some of it comes from each other. We can help each other. I think there's a great spirit in rallying together and I can boost you and you can boost me and we'll do a bit better together. And I think ultimately the weariness is borne off by heaven, angels, the saviour in a dramatic way, of course, in an eternal way by way of the atonement. We've got, got, we've got a lot to cling to. We've got a lot to hope for. But it's a time to square our shoulders and stiffen our back and be strong. Because these times come and life isn't always pleasant. 
it isn't always comfortable. When it's tougher, we have to be tougher. We have to be stronger. That's one of the nice things that comes. One of the silver linings on these clouds is that I think it makes us stronger. We work against that weariness and we find that we're better than we thought we were. We've got more strength than we thought we had. Close quote. I find that so true that in times of difficulty, in times of like trial and um, challenge in our lives, that's when we're stretched. We're stretched and challenged to be able to uh, achieve and um, accomplish more. And um, I thought that was brilliant. But of course, um, you know, the, the interview goes on and I could talk about lots more things about it, but it's a really wonderful insight into some of the thoughts that Elder Holland has about this clo- this um, pandemic. And so I would strongly recommend that you do subscribe and um, you, you, you listen, have a listen. It's great. But actually, I'm actually glad that I was a bit late in, in posting this because finally I want to share one last thing just for a minute about um, temples. It has just been announced today on Monday, I think, uh, Monday the 7th of December, that some, well, say some, four temples in the world are moving to phase three, which is reopening for proxy work. Now, obviously, this is very exciting they are in the Samoa, in Samoa, Samoa, Australia, Tonga, and Taiwan. So if you're in those areas, wonderful uh, news for you. And I'm sure that as the months roll on and things hopefully start to become more normal, or if not over the next four, few months, over the next several months, um, that you'll be able to do this. However, remember that it will not be as it was before. Um, before you, you dive ahead, once your temple near you reopens to a phase three stage, you will need to... Um, it's by appointment only, and there'll be some major changes to uh, some of the ordinances. For example, um, if you are going for an endowment, there'll only be 30% capacity, um, and you have to have um, appoint, like scheduled an appointment beforehand. You'll have been checked three times during making the appointment with an email before you go to the temple, and when you go to the temple itself, that um, you will be checked for symptoms for COVID-19. You'll need to wear a face mask, um, throughout the stage, stay, staying within the temple, unless you're obviously doing baptisms. Um, baptisms will only be in groups no larger than 16. And as I mentioned before, endowments will only be at a 30% capacity. Temple clothing should be brought by the patrons themselves where possible. And the temple won't print family name cards anymore at this stage. Um, people must bring them and then they will not receive them back. So there's quite a few changes there, and most notably the the appointment making and the much smaller capacity, but that's to be expected in these times. But it is exciting news that some temples are starting to move toward that phase. And, you know, as things hopefully start to become a bit more eased across the, the next few to several months that we will be able to meet in the temple again. I do remember my wife and I felt very prompted to go to the temple, um, and I believe it was literally the Saturday before the announcement came, or it was the Saturday that the announcement came that there would be no church meetings. Basically, it was the last Saturday that the temple was open. And I don't think we knew right then that everything would be closing fully, but we were pretty certain that that Saturday would be the last Saturday before things started to shut down. And so um, we went and we were blessed to be able to go. And I I hold that memory in in my mind looking forward to the day when eventually in 2021 we are hopefully able to return back to the temple at some point in that year um it will have been too long um hopefully um you've enjoyed this um update today and the study that we've had please do share your thoughts on a church of jesus christ study session with come follow me that's the facebook group and you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com 
Thank you for your time and until we meet again.